Welcome to Pretty Funny Business, the playground brand we were forced to create in order to corral our founders' nonsensical ideas and general tomfoolery. From the founders of, but not generally endorsed by, Emmy Collective. From this podcast, you can expect off-the-cuff banter on feminism, funny business, and, well, not-so-funny business. Join us out of curiosity, stay for the hot takes and dad jokes. See you soon. Hello and welcome to Pretty Funny Business. We are so excited for the episode we have today because we have a very special guest. I am Sydney Mulligan. I'm Lauren Aquilino. And we have with us, very exciting, Rachel Squire. Hey. Thanks for being here, Rachel. Also, we have a secret special guest down there. Hi. Hi, Tiny Maisie. Hi. Rachel's daughter. How old is Maisie now? She will be four months tomorrow. Oh my gosh. So exciting. Do you want to see my first baby? Michael, come here for the audience. Come here. Come here. There's a baby on the call. I want you to just sit on my lap too and just come in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Did you see the eye roll? (laughs) All right. Go sit down. Hot tip, Maisie. That's how you do a good eye roll for your mom. Yes, yes. I thought it was so cute that you said that you were running a little bit late because I was too. And I wanted to wait to tell the story because my son's going to be 10 and you're just, you're just starting. (laughs) Lurking back there. (laughs) So yeah, for the listeners, my son is now peeking back and forth um, on camera. And he told me earlier no, today, he's like just really excited guest. to get yeah on the internet one day. Um, so, but we were running a little bit late because, um, well, you were running a little bit late because. I got pooped on. Share my, you got pooped on, yeah. Um, and fast forward to your life 10 years from now is that uh, my, my, our school district canceled school today on Sunday night because our um, high school girls basketball team is going to States, which is like, you know, you're from a less crowded state, although Ohio is much more crowded. Um, are you from Montana? Um, I'm from LA, but I spent a lot of time. Oh, in LA. You spent a lot of time in Montana. So LA, this they would not cancel school for this, I don't think. But in Ohio, in small town Ohio, they are canceling school because the high school girls are going. And then my kids are not in high school. Like, I'm like, are you taking them with you? Like, who's going to watch these children? Um, <laughs> you're going to watch yourself. Exactly. So, but he requested um, he requested lunch slash breakfast. And he requested to go to this shop that is called uh, Perk Up Cafe. Okay, you're done. You're done. We'll, we'll do more later. I'll put you on the internet later. Um and it's called Perk Up Cafe. And he was like, we have to go there. They have this breakfast special called the Berea, which is the name of the town that it's in. It is so good. And we get there and we sit down and I open the menu. And like the Berea is like two eggs your way with a sausage patty and toast. And I'm like, <laughs> no, dude, I'm about to pay $9 for something I could have spent probably like $1.33 at home. No, thank you. But they're like, you know, they're like small town breakfast place. Like the entire town is here for breakfast. And we were there for those two eggs for 97 minutes. Oh my um, gosh. 
And so I was like, we gotta go, we got a podcast. And then I saw like, oh, my baby pooped on me. I'd be like, my baby kind of pooped on me too, honestly. <laughs> We're gonna play some more of a metaphorical poop. A metaphorical poop, right? <laughs> But anyway, welcome. We are so excited to have you not only on the podcast, but as one of the newest members of Emmy Collective. What? I'm exciting. Yeah. Um, Emmy Collective is where we do serious business stuff and pretty funny business is where we do nonsense. But we're going to do a little bit of both today uh, because I do want everyone to have a chance to get to know Rachel. If you don't already, she's semi-famous. Um I'd love, Rachel, if you could just introduce yourself a little bit, talk about why you decided to start freelancing and why you decided to join Emmy. Absolutely. Um, I am Rachel. I've been in the like MarTech MOPS world for, I guess, like 11 years now. It feels like it's been not that long, but it's been a while. And I have a new baby. Her name is Maisie. She's with us today. And she's the main reason I'm going into freelancing because I wanted some more flexibility with my life. And um, so far, it's been fantastic. Apparently, she has mixed feelings about it herself. (laughs) I love it. I feel like uh, I'm not surprised that you've been doing this for 11 years because I feel like you've gone through several different kind of iterations of what you like to do at MOPS. Like you went more analytics heavy for a little bit and now you're kind of going back platform or maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, I actually started out um, in the MarTech space, but not in marketing ops doing stuff at a at PFL. Um, I was in three different departments before I found the marketing department. And the last one was IT. That's how I found out I like technology. And then I kind of was the natural transition. We all agree that we like the transition into uh, marketing ops. And... Um, it's been kind of a journey bouncing around the different roles. I've done the website side. I hated that. I've done the like Marketo side, love that, and most recently focused on the analytics BI side. And that's kind of been where I've been hovering between those last two of the past year or so. Very cool. Um, I think we've, Lauren, did you ever dabble in the website side? I feel like I also dabbled in the website side long enough to learn that I either hated it or was not very good at it. Did you, did you ever make your way over there? No. no, you did some other thank weird God for, stuff, though, right? Thank God for Squarespace. Oh, t- weird stuff. Sure, like one of my first jobs was dressing up as Lady Liberty for Liberty Tax Agency and holding a sign out in the middle of February. Did you learn how to spin it and twirl it? No, all around your no, 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 no. I actually got hired with my brother who dressed up as Uncle Sam, and we got fired because we were hitting each other with the sign. <laughs> <laughs> what an iconic brother sister moment! That's- Whoops. Fantastic. Well, that's the coolest thing Lauren's ever done at work. Yep. Uh, Rachel, in all of your different, you know, roles and different types of MarTech jobs you've had, what is like the coolest thing you've ever built? Like, have you ever built something and then at the end of it, you were like, I wish more people could know about this other than my coworkers who probably don't even care that much? Well, I'm going to tell two stories because the first one's not related, but I love the story. So, when I was working in IT, we had in the middle of the summer, all the air conditioning shut off and I built like this insane system of fans and airflow to help cool the server room. Um, what? <laughs> that was a fun day, but that's not why we're here. Uh, from like a Mar- Marduk perspective, my favorite thing, and I've done this multiple times at different jobs because I loved it so much, is I have like I've started this flagship 
project that I love to do where mm-hmm. I just take all the different things. So like social um, ads and then, of course, you've got the email marketing, the direct mail, all of the website personalization, all like the different things that you can do to reach out to people. Um, you know, if you've got like the outreach script automations and like building those smart automations. So if someone's, if someone is showing, I'm interested in this product and I'm this far along in my level of interest to have specific targeted like ads and emails and stuff that speaks to them where they are, you know, so cliche, but that's kind of like my favorite thing is having all of that messaging be coordinated and come into one single message from all of those different channels. Um, because honestly, I hate when I get marketed to in any other way. So it kind of just brings me to the way I want to be marketed to. You're hired. (laughs) You're hired. (laughs) I mean, you already are hired, but you're hired again. (laughs) What's like the worst marketing you guys have gotten lately? I first of all, I get probably like 25 direct mailers every time I open my mailbox and they all go directly in the trash. I hate them so much. I can't make them stop. I don't know how. Yeah, and they're all full of like lots of trash, like literal trash sometimes, like all the padding and and bubble wrap and stuff. It kind of drives me crazy sometimes. I was kind of thinking of this today, actually. Good question, Sydney, because I am um, – well, anyway, I guess we're just going to be super transparent here, but being evaluated for ADHD, which – we're pretty open about here. Any diagnosis, we'll just throw it on the table. And I'm like, is it fair that people, it's kind of messed up. Like it's great. It's good news, bad news. I feel like that people who create products for people with ADHD, like they're also subscription-based products. Like they're like, we know, like this is the perfect audience because I'm going to get you You're never going to remember to cancel this. You're going to forget that you did that. Mm-hmm. They're actually. I feel like there was one app that was like, "Listen, after seven days, we're going to charge you." But if you ever come to us and just say, "Like, I'm so sorry, but I totally forgot," like they didn't refund you. Like that's real. <laughs> she loves it. She loves it. hated that. She hates that. Oh, I'm getting help here. I'm getting help. <laughs> Bye, Maisie. Bye, Maisie. We love you. So I would say, like, that's the best and worst, like, Instagram marketing that I've gotten lately. Like, I'm like, yes, I need this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is this? Are you yeah, taking I advantage some of similar, me? Some similar Instagram marketing. Well, first of all, I'm I'm a sucker. We've talked about this before. But Lauren's husband, Mikey, and I are both suckers for all Instagram ads. Like, I get got by Instagram ads every single day, all the time. I cannot Like, name the brand how. that you've seen a thousand ads for and Sydney has purchased. I got it. Yeah, the first time that we uh, were ever together in person, we went to Florida last year. Lauren looked at my like toiletries bag and was like, "Huh, Glossier, Billy Razor." Uh, I don't remember what else it was, but it was like all every Instagram as you could think of. There it was, all laid out. You ever want to try a product that you've seen online? I probably have it. I'm happy to give you a full review. Anyway, so I got got by an Instagram ad that was also for like looking for a therapist for ADHD and it was not like forgiving in the way that the app that you described was although I did sign up for that app but I remembered to cancel it uh (laughs) they like you go through this questionnaire and it's like you can have your first appointment for ten dollars 
And I was like, oh, great. And I booked it. And then they were like, we're going to charge you $180 48 hours before your appointment. And my appointment was already within 48 hours and I could not cancel it. I know it was terrible. And then I had the appointment. I was like, I guess I'm going to have this appointment because I, I'm going to pay for it no matter what, but I don't even want to do it anymore. I tried to cancel it. I reached out to the customer service. They never responded. Anyway, I had the appointment. It lasted 10 minutes and it was extremely unhelpful. And then I filed a complaint with the Better Business Bureau. So Good. I, my that. ADHD didn't get me on that. <laughs> I took it, took it back. That was probably actually the worst marketing I've ever received because it was actually harmful. And then I had to file a <laughs> consumer complaint. <laughs> yeah, deceptive marketing is like its own separate bad of bad. That's, yeah. That was the worst, the worst bad. Yeah, I don't know. Any other bad marketing we've seen lately? Rachel, you got any bad marketing? I feel like once you have a baby, it's like an onslaught of every. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I'll tell you one baby. baby product that pisses me off. Go ahead, go ahead. No, that's it. I only see baby stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. The baby product marketing that pisses me off is the Newton mattress. You know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Newton mattress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lauren, you don't. Oh, my gosh. I'm a geriatric old. mother. <laughs> yeah, you're a geriatric mother. The Newton mattress, I think their marketing preys on first-time moms who are, like, scared because they the whole thing is, like, SIDS prevention and that their mattress is fully breathable. So if your baby falls asleep face down on the mattress, they can actually breathe through the entire thing, which never how happens. Like, how is that approved also? If that never happens. Your baby doesn't. Even if your baby did fall asleep face down, they have survival instincts. Say, if they cannot breathe, to turn their head. My baby's not. I don't doing that. Last night, I woke up and she's like this, face down, nose against the mattress. But you know what? She's breathing in a regular. Mattress. She's fine. She's fine with a regular. Also, a regular PSA mattress. that is suffocation, not SIDS. So they should not be. Yeah, yeah they should not be I mean, marketing that way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's I hate it. But so many people have it, especially in New York. It's just like buy the most expensive thing you can find. So that's the parenting philosophy here. And you know everyone what? has I, the same Newton mattress. Not me, though. That, I got the cheapest was, shit I could find on Amazon. No, that was totally me with my son, Michael, who you just met. He got the best of everything. In fact, we just got rid of his crib, uh, which I paid, I think, $500 for. And I'm like, oh, my daughter, who was born exactly two years later, Got the $99 Amazon crib. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Ikea crib. That's a wait. Sorry, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Big Ikea fans over Guess here. Guess what? It worked just as well. Yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. the same. You know what? They all have to meet the same exact safety standards. Exactly. Here's our PSA. The government regulates safety standards for all things related to children, and it's all the same shit. It's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. You can pay more for it if you want to, but it's all the same shit. All right. Anyway. It's the worst marketing, worst marketing ever, largely parenting. Really. Well, now this podcast is turning into the worst marketing ever if we don't get going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the other thing. Cindy was legitimately thing? offended. She was like, wait, wait, wait. We can't do that. <laughs> no. The other thing. Um, what was I going to? Oh, the other thing we're going to talk about is I feel like everyone. Okay. First of all, I went to HubSpot's conference in 2015, I think. And someone, it was the first time I'd ever been to a marketing conference and someone on the stage referred to it as a marketing people summer camp, which I thought was hilarious because that's exactly what it is. Like you just go to hang out with your friends and play and like you see the same people every year. It's like you can't friends. Uh, so anyway, I know that all three of us have had that experience at Marketo Summit. May she rest in peace. And I am... 
pretty confident that everyone has a funny conference or work trip story to share. So Rachel, lay it on me. What do you got? You know, my favorite story from it is Marketo Summit. No surprise, probably. One of the earlier years that I went or maybe 2016, maybe um, I somehow ended up, you know how they have that big party at the end of the conference every year and they usually oh, yeah. have like some headliner band and um, back in the day when it was a super party instead of just a concert and it was so much fun. And somehow at the end of a concert, I ended up following this random group of people Safety, don't do this in general, but I followed this one of the people <laughs> that I met at this concert upstairs into like the penthouse suite of one of the C-suite execs from Marketo. I don't know how I ended up there or like why this group of people was going there, how I got invited, no idea. All I remember Incredible. is I'm in this room, in this penthouse, looking over Vegas. The whole room is covered in In-N-Out French fries. People are throwing burgers. And there's like live music playing. And I have no idea how it happened. I don't remember like the resolution of that event, but that memory will be in my mind for the rest of my life. I am incredibly jealous. This like is I iconic. I would that's, be there. That's better than anything that's happened to me at any of the We summits. should have made you go last. That was the best story. <laughs> Let's hop that. <laughs> Uh, okay, Lauren, tell me best. I feel like, you know, I have, I have many. One of them, one of them, uh, I would need permission from my co-funny, which would be Kimmy Corrigan to tell you. I'm not going to put it on the internet, but if you want to keep her anonymous and tell it. I just said who it was. Cut it out. Tim, cut it out. No, you would know. (laughs) You would know. Um, I... It's not that bad, but it is very funny. And uh, you know what? Maybe we'll keep that for for our Patreons. <laughs> Subscribe for the Patreon. We'll tell you the Kimmy story. Which, like, if we don't have one of those, but if you, but if you listen to the last episode, you would know that we are now calling our Patreons VIPVs. But okay, so my best story, like the one that I would tell someone, which is what's happening right now, is of course when. Um, Jessica Cross hosted the best party in Vegas with at the roller DJ skating Jazzy thing? Jeff. Oh the no, pool, that at the one! Pool. And Wait, Jessica Cross hosted that. Yeah, I think it was her. Like the it was Everstring. Maybe well, she was at Everstring. Confirm no. it. It was her. No. Confirm it. It was her. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna slack her. I'm gonna slack her right now and ask her. So, so they. I remember the story. She said they had booked him. DJ Jesse Jeff to DJ the party before Will Smith was like the big celebrity of the conference. And so when that happened, I was like, listen, y'all, there is no way that Will Smith is not showing up at this party. Like there is absolutely no way. So we went as early as we could to this party. Uh, I was hanging with Lauren Posendeck and sure as poop, Will Smith shows up to this party. And everyone goes bananas because Will, this is like the most epic conference story ever, actually. Not my story, but just the fact that this happened. Because they immediately incredible. started um, like doing like parents just don't understand. Like it was just like, it was just, that's right. That's the song, right? You guys are much younger than me. But I need, I feel like whatever song it is that they do together. And I think it's that one, like their big one. Um, 
they just started doing it and it was it was iconic but will smith that's when marketo summit peaked it was never more fun than that year no it wasn't um but i lauren and i made it to the front and will smith was grabbing phones and taking selfies and I got one. He took my phone and took a selfie with me and Lauren in the background and a couple other people. Um, And it was funny because I had like, at the time I posted on Instagram and like tagged the people I knew that were in it. And someone else was like, yay, that's me. I'm so glad that like you posted that. It was not somebody that I knew. Actually, I think it was maybe like a bouncer or something. (laughs) (laughs) But like I used to like... um, kind of like tell my husband like I, I actually immediately texted my husband like I want you to know like I rubbed Will Smith's arm for a while <laughs> like it was hanging down over the DJ booth it was hanging down over the DJ booth and I was like this rubbing it a little bit and it's only so cheating I if con- you didn't tell him about it I'm confessing to everyone because like if my arm was hanging over a random uh, DJ booth and Will Smith was rubbing it well it was not Will Smith you know this is just a really it's a complex story but what I want to say is <laughs> Will Smith, I am sorry I did not ask for consent before rubbing your arm for at least five seconds. Like, it was a long time. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Again, like Rachel said, don't do this. Don't do what I do. Don't do what I do. All right, Sydney, Um, you're up. I was also at that party. I'll tell a different story. But I was also at that party, and I did get in the pool with all my clothes on. And float around on a swan float. And someone was in the pool already. I do not, I still to this day, do not know if that was just a random person that was in the pool or if it was like somehow part of the shtick that there was someone in the pool and they were like pulling people around on the floats. But I know that I was having a great time. <laughs> I had gotten some gold tattoos all over my forearm that I did like carry my clutch in my elbow pit for a while and the gold tattoos got all over it and ruined it uh and then I got in the pool with all my clothes on with a flower crown and it was fantastic great time incredible uh there's also another part of the evening that I was recently reminded of rather rudely by someone that I was there with sliding into my LinkedIn DMs and sending me a picture of me and her and our other friend I'm going to keep them nameless to protect their own safety uh, laying down on the floor at the casino and one of their dresses is like fully over their butt (laughs) with like spanks hanging out and I think that like she slipped and fell and they both fell down together, and then I just laid down on top of them in solidarity. <laughs> and that we're was doing this, yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, my actual story uh, is, th- I think it was the year after that. It was the year that the that there was the train concert, and it was back mm-hmm. in San Francisco. I think it maybe was the last year of San Francisco. It was like the last year of True Marketo Summit before it became a. That's Adobe. the last one that I've been to, like to this day yes because you were you would just have pippa at the i had in 2019 i had pippa and then and then covid yeah and then covid yeah i was super pregnant at that one so this was like kind of the last one that i really had fun at um i was at the train concert with a bunch of people should i keep them nameless i don't feel like the story is actually that bad no it was like joe wrights and jen demaria and 
um, Rachel Egan. They all have different last names now. I'm not going to remember them. I'm sorry. And Andy Kempf and a bunch of other people. And we somehow, we met Steve Lucas in the lobby of the hotel and he had recently become the CEO of Marketo. And we were like, oh, hi, we're the Marketo champions. And he said, what's a Marketo champion? What? Uh, Boo. Um, but I, we went to this concert and Joe was very convinced that we were allowed to be in the VIP section because we were champions. That was absolutely not the case. But he, I was like, a champ that year. I wasn't invited. No. So we like went up to the VIP section, which was like an elevated platform above the rest of the people that had an open bar. And Steve Lucas appeared when they were like not letting us in. And he was like, they're fine. Just let them in. So all of us went up there, had a great time with the open bar. Really fantastic time. I love train because I am a millennial woman and train was a formative experience for me. I actually it's not the first time I had seen train in concert probably won't be the last and I remember we talked about this before and I was like wasn't that terrible and you were like no drops train. of Jupiter are you kidding I was like <laughs> scream singing drops of Jupiter it was amazing great time and we left there and we decided to all go to Denny's together and uh, my friend Mackenzie uh, stole one of the pillows that said Marketo Summit on it and took it with us to Denny's. And uh, someone from that group who I will leave nameless to protect their anonymity threw up on the escalator at Moscone. <laughs> they didn't make it to Denny's. Um, the rest Thank of us God. went to Denny's. I kept ordering more food at Denny's because I forgot that we'd already ordered or it was like I felt like it was taking a long time so I would order something else thinking that that would come faster I don't know why but we ended up with so much food anyway it was a great time had a really fun time good night I feel like that's just a classic summer camp marketing summer camp kind of experience someone has to throw up on the escalator we have to get illegal free alcohol it was a great time I don't even know who the VIPs actually were. I like they were up there. I talked to them. I don't know how you actually got VIP, but it seemed like the kind of thing you had to be invited to. And we were perhaps invited on the fly so as to avoid a scene. I think I actually snuck into that area because I went to see like that Fabio experience that what oh, yeah. had and they gave us these purple wristbands. And then they're like, you can get into the VIP area if you have purple wristbands. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I've got one. And they, like, let me in. You had counterfeit wristbands. Yeah. Do you think it was Fabio that you followed up to the In-N-Out penthouse? <laughs> that would be a story, and I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yes. That was incredible. Didn't Fabio show up to multiple workouts? <laughs> okay, so so I think it's Stencil. Yes. That hires Fabio. I don't remember the first conference that I saw him at, but it was something like not that big. Like, I feel like there's a story there that someone was either like, Fabio's my dad. Like, we're just going to do this, you know? <laughs> Fabio's my dad. <laughs> because it wasn't like, hey, Summit 2018 or 2018 or 2019 where they had like a bigger booth and like hired Fabio. Like, this was like their shtick for a very long time is that Fabio came with them. Hmm. I need to know. If you Wait, so are, you, it's if, only stencil. You've never seen Fabio at any other booth. 
No. No. Interesting. But I think I've yes. seen him three or four or five times with stencil. Stencil marketing team, we would love to hear from you if you can email us at um, lauren at emico.com and just tell us the story about why why Fabio is a primary marketing channel for you. Yes. We'd love to also would love to hear about the marketing attribution for Fabio. And while we are talking about stencil marketing, I should add, and I think I've said this before, that at Content Marketing World, which is in Cleveland, maybe trying to think of how old my daughter is. So she's going to be eight. So like, let's say it was four years ago, maybe five. A friend of mine knew that she really liked sloths and she saw a stuffed sloth at your booth and brought it home for my daughter. And she has, as Sydney calls it, imprinted on the sloth. In fact, like the t-shirt, you can take it off the stencil t-shirt. But she has not. Like that is his clothes. <laughs> and I, make it, Mom. I, I hope that they have a before picture of like what he looked like before because she sleeps with this thing every night. And mm. and his name is his name is Slotho because she has a lisp and she can't say Slotho. Mm. So we spell it S-L-O-F-F-O. And she has been she's had pink eye all over this thing she's barked on him he's been washed 1000 times so i need a before picture from them and then i will give them an after picture of what four years of slotho love looks like (laughs) rachel i hope that you enjoyed that sneak preview into your future also pink eye the vomiting on a hairy sloth well it's got like pretty long hair too. I've seen pictures of sloths. It's long. It's, it's like matted and gross. It's, it's, sick. it's a yeah. furry. Yeah. It's like if you were to pick the lovey for your child, it's not the first choice. You can just see that this thing going to the washing hair. machine. Yeah. Not good. It's not good. Yeah. You want to pick something with very little hair and accoutrement and you want to buy three of them. No. I was going to say. And rotate them constantly. Little, like, I bought those little blankets that had like the stuffed heads yeah, on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I bought the set that came with five. Like we oh, all yeah. have smart. Movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. smart but no, smart. she didn't want she didn't want those. She wants the one. The one of course not. Those. No, they never want the thing that you picked. They pick the most random thing. It's ugly. It's not cute. It's hard to wash. It's gonna get disgusting. Kids are the best. Um, all right. Well, that's that's great. I think that we there are a few people that came up in these stories as they are. No conference story happens in a vacuum. Most fun things happen with our pals. I would love to hear from you, Rachel, of all of the many people that you have worked with, clients, coworkers, maybe even people who have been your consultant, who are the top two or three people that you would love to work with again? Ooh, see, I could like name probably 50 plus people that I would be super psyched to work with again. Um, Go for it. Just don't, don't, can't take too long. (laughs) I'll spare you all from like my scroll of names, but um, honestly, like thinking back through my career and my time doing marketing ops and specifically like Marketo and Salesforce stuff, there have the the people that I would say taught me the most and that I got the most out of a working relationship were actually clients when I worked at Digital Pie because like you just never know what they're going to throw at you and the type of work that you're doing when you're consulting. It's so like people don't come to you, at least like in my experience, they weren't coming to me to like, can you help me figure out how to change the font, right? They're like, I have this cool thing I want to figure out how to do. And so we would work through it together and um, throw in some names out there. And I am definitely missing people. But like, 
um, Allison and Michael from Freeman and Jonathan and Jennifer and Carmen from OSI Soft. Like I remember that those two groups through some of the most like exciting projects at me. I would absolutely work with them again. What was it? What'd you build? And what were what was so great about them? I think for um, for the Freeman side, like one of the biggest things that I loved doing was we did this huge analytics overhaul, and you all know me. Like I love yeah, I love the data. So. Data nerd. Yeah, it was it was a fun time. Like we rebuilt a lot of stuff just to have the data come through and um, a lot of iterations of a life cycle, which kind of sounds like hell for some people, to be honest, but it was, it was great. <laughs> and um, OSI was my first migration. So doing like a Marketo, we just did Marketo to Marketo, but it was really fun. Never forget your first. Nope. <laughs> it sticks with you. Um, okay. That's great. Love it. I love it. Um, all right. Next segment. This is something that we do with all of our guests in the sense that we've done this one time before and now we're going to do it with you and then say that we do it with all of our guests. But, uh, I don't know if you have ever heard the, like the present buying thing for kids. That's like something you want, something you need, something to wear, something to read mm -hmm. to, you know, only buy them four Christmas presents. I, I I try to do that. And then I buy my kids 55 Christmas presents each because I'm psychotic and I get got by every Instagram ad of all time. Uh, but love to hear from you. Something you want. It could be anything. It could be for yourself. It could be for Maisie. It should be something for you, though. Uh, and it can be like a thing or a concept. Anything. Something you need. Something you are wearing. Maybe not literally in this moment, unless that's relevant, but just a thing that you like to wear right now and something you're reading. Yeah, um, I could probably answer a lot of those with the same answer, but I'll come up with some different ones, some unique solutions. So for, let's see. <laughs> Love it. Look at those skills. Transferable. Look at, Look at us. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's be real. One of the things that I want that I'm trying to decide which one is the car seat that we have, we didn't like measure it. And so it fits in the car, but like when we go places, it is not a fun drive. So we have one car, we're one car house. So, you know, we'll be Love it. getting a new car this year. Um, I'm putting that under the want because technically we have one that works and that's that. From what car do you want? What are you going to get? I want a like full size SUV. So the reason we don't have a new one yet is I want a full size and my husband wants a mid size. Because rightly so, he cares about the environment. I think that's great. I care about legroom, so we'll see how this goes. But, yeah, you know what? I also care about the environment. But some things, when you become a parent, you just have to like be like, you know what? For the environment and for the future, I birthed this child. They will take care of someone one day, and I'm so sorry, but I need a bigger car. What I mean, it could be like, I could be worse. I could buy three cars for the three bodies in my house, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to have one. And you already are only a one car household. That's amazing. It's great. Job. You've done your time. You've done your time. Yeah. Uh, Lauren and I have been in like a low stakes argument for a few weeks now about the environment and what is worse, um, flying on a private plane or ordering things from Shine Sheen. How do you say it? Oh, yeah. Shine? Because Lauren's husband made some reference to flying on a private plane. And I said, no, we don't do that. It's bad for the environment. And then I bought an outfit for the Taylor Swift concert from 
whatever that website is called, knowing that I'm going to wear it once and throw it away. I did not want to spend more than $25 on all three pieces of the outfit. So who's worse for the environment? I still think flying private is much worse. Yeah, if you do, I'm saying no to both of them. I say <laughs> you are both bad. It's best to do neither. It's definitely best to do neither. Agree. Definitely best to do neither. <laughs> okay, Rachel, something you need. Oh, yes. Um, I need a massage. And thank you for asking because I'm going to go Hell get yeah. one now. Good for you. Hell yeah. Oh. You definitely need. You're like hunching over breastfeeding all the time. You definitely need a mm-hmm. massage. Absolutely. <laughs> you need like a massage subscription. Is that a Once thing? A month. Unless you have ADHD that don't do that. You will forget to cancel. (laughs) Okay, wait, can I tell you one story about this? Um, So you can get, do you have have massage envy where you are? Mm -mm. No, it's like, it's like, um, it's like dry bar. chain. But massages, yeah, yeah, like you can have a subscription where you can go a certain number of times a month and get a massage. Um, And one of my friends signed up for it one time and then immediately regretted it and then got her doctor to write a note that she needed to get out of her. <laughs> they were like, Massage Envy wouldn't let her cancel it unless she moved more than 100 miles away from any Massage Envy location or something. And uh, she got her doctor to write a note that said that she had to be allowed to cancel it. And they did. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So maybe don't do that. They're a little scammy. But you should you should go regularly. Subscription or no. Make yourself a subscription. Yeah. A Just personal seat appointment. <laughs> Yeah, repeat appointments once a month. I went to a massage envy for a head massage once, and they literally played with my hair. Uh, literal played with my hair, which, like, was not all bad, but it was just not what I paid for. Yeah. So they, like, be specific. Braiding it and brushing it? <laughs> no, they're more, like, <laughs> just doing a little um, bit. <laughs> just, like, petting. It was more like petting me. Petting my head. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting in a head massage have you had a head massage before like yes at, at least what happens when you get your hair shampooed yeah 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 i have a dry bar subscription that's my version of massage envy although they're much less scammy and also my mom pays for it i love you so much mom um and you can get a scalp massage add-on once a month so i do that once a month and yeah. it is very hit or miss the, like, do they pet you? No, I would say that it's much more like painful, like yanking. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the bad experience is is like <laughs> like fingernails and like pulling. You like that? Like, you like, oh, that? like oh, so glad I paid for this. <laughs> Hope they don't see my tears and blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, All right, Rachel. Yeah. Something what to wear. Wear. <laughs> oh, let's see. I recently splurged and got myself a really nice raincoat because I live in the Pacific Northwest now and I didn't own a raincoat and that was stupid. Um, so I bought yeah. like, a bright yellow knee length raincoat. And like it was my I gave birth gift to myself and I love it. Good for you. Your what own brand push is present. It? Do you mind sharing? Um, it's Pendleton. Oh, nice. cute. Aren't this not a British brand? When that's no. Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought Pendleton was British too. No, it might maybe be. I am I thinking of Paddington. 
Paddington. Get my ass. Um, okay, great. Where do you live? Are you in Oregon or are you in Washington? I'm in uh, Washington, but I'm just across the river from Portland. Okay, that's what I thought. I like associate with Portland, but then I some in my brain I thought maybe you lived in Washington, and that is exactly why because that is the situation. Uh, okay, something to wear. No children's books allowed. No, she wears Pendleton. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, something to read. No children's books allowed. <laughs> no Paddington. I can't wear no Paddington. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, okay, I've got two answers for this because obviously I talk about my baby constantly. Um, and I'm breaking that rule, but I bought a book called Computer Engineering for Babies this week or like a few months ago, and I can like teach my baby on and off and not, and it's awesome. Random plug, I'm currently rereading The Lord of the Rings because I had read so many um, like self-help, instructional, whatever, parenting books in the past year. I wanted something that like would not make me think very hard, and I've read The Lord of the Rings a few times, and so I thought, you know. Let's revisit. And I'm not very far into it yet. I'm like halfway through the first one, but um, all the feels come me right back. What a good, that is like, such a good idea. Memorabilia kind of. Yeah. Take you back. Um, I also have something from that. I think I know what book series you're talking about for babies. Mm-hmm. I have Bayesian probability for babies. That's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. My husband's a data scientist, so I got my son Bayesian probability for babies when he was little. And it's they do something about probability based on how many M&Ms are in a cookie. And he just calls it the cookie book. And he really just wants to look at the pictures of cookies. <laughs> I love that. He's my child. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last segment is called PFB on the streets. Um, Rachel, have you, are you familiar with Billy on the streets? Billy Eichner. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you had to say Billy Eichner, but now that you say his full name. <laughs> So he just like runs around New York City, right? And like shoves a microphone in people's face and says like four twenty dollars and like just yell something random. I've seen the reels, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's what this so is, that's but you get no is. money. <laughs> you get no money. I'm sorry. Let's put um, on the back. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you some things and then you give us your first reaction. You ready? I'm ready. Chat GPT. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Too many opinions. That is my response. Like every time my opinion. <laughs> we do not need my opinion. There are too many already. <laughs> every time I open like the news or Reddit or whatever, like anywhere internet screen on, that's the first thing I see. And I'm like, oh my gosh, people calm down. That's my first thought. I love it. I'm a fan. Uh, remote work. Love it. Been doing it since 2017 and have no intention of ever going back. Remote before it was cool. Oh, yeah. Remote I made the Brady Bunch cool. Zoom comparison like years ago, and everyone's like, that's so stupid. And now it's a meme. And I'm just like, I said it first. Thank you. Before it was cool. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Business travel. Mixed feelings. Like, I love a good Marketo Summit. You know, I'll go. I love FaceTime with the right people, and I'm happy to do it. Um, I think pointless travel. It's stupid, and I think everyone agrees with that. It's just, like, your definition of pointless that people, you know, disagree about. But we don't need to get into all of that. (laughs) Instance migrations. Love it. Like, I love doing migrations. Now, I love doing it from the outside. I hate doing it at my own company. But if someone's like, I need help, we're migrating, we're getting a new Salesforce, we need help with our 
whatever. That's yeah, I love that. Love it. Why do LinkedIn. you? Why do you? Oh, hold on, hold on. Well, now she's gonna think about LinkedIn instead of answering my question. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Go, just Lauren, say it. Say your question. I don't remember. Go, LinkedIn. <laughs> um. I've been away from LinkedIn for a few months, actually, like just getting back into it. And, you know, my whole, I guess, professional career where you like have to start building up your LinkedIn presence and all the cliches that come with that. I I spent a lot of time working on that when I was earlier in my career and then kind of, this sounds terrible, but like stopped caring as much over the past few years and then really stopped caring once I had my baby. And um, I've been on LinkedIn more the past couple of weeks. I'm like, how how do things change this much? Chat GDP, that's all I see on LinkedIn too. Anyway, fine. <laughs> it hasn't changed that much. It's still just mostly broetry. No one wants to read. Yeah. People repeating the same things over and over. Thoughts? It does it does change though once you're a freelancer. You feel mm-hmm. a lot more um freedom to just say whatever you want. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's our LinkedIn brand, fully unhinged. <laughs> no one is gonna fire me that's true <laughs> it's me uh okay last but not least instagram instagram um personal use only i guess i would say like and that, that's not necessarily true because now that i'm thinking about it it's not something that i've ever done but <laughs> i i love i guess i'll say i love scrolling through instagram for personal use where it's like um, I would scroll through LinkedIn for professional development, whatever, networking. Um, also, partially because I'm addicted to the reels because I'm a millennial. So there's that. And you have a baby. Like, you need to, you need stuff to keep you yeah, busy. Yeah, you need the Instagram parenting influencers to tell you all the things you're doing wrong. Right. And to keep me awake at night because I can't all fall asleep otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Plus, they need to tell you what mattress to buy when Maisie starts appealing. Oh, yeah. Street mattress. Right. On my own. <laughs> Who doesn't want to breathe mattress? Who doesn't want to breathe mattress? <laughs> I breathe mattress every night. I sleep on my stomach. I love it. <laughs> See, and Lauren's just fine. She doesn't need a Newton mattress either. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's our show, really. Rachel, any final parting thoughts? Just thanks for having me. I like both of you, and it's been too long. <laughs> we loved having you here. This was the best. Also, thanks for bringing your baby. That was the highlight of my day. Thanks for letting me bring her. Baby, but also not at all. That's all right. It. Bye. Close her on out. Bye. Like and subscribe. Share. Tell everyone.